With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now back to Kraken Game Day with Softy and Dick. Brought to you by SmartSheet. What's hybrid work? It's having the people, the resources, and the total freedom to manage everything your way. From wherever you are. And that's SmartSheet. The platform for dynamic work. What are some of the areas you'd like to see them improving the most between now and let's say the end of the season? Our team? Yeah. You're asking about? Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's, the there's, I don't know, we've seen a lot of good. Yeah. You guys pick out the bad, I worry about the good. As far as the good that you mentioned, like, where are some of the areas you think they've improved on the most? I haven't really thought about the improvement side of it. I mean, that's, I'll, I'll do a, you know, a year-end tap out on that. Oh, God bless Dave Haxtell. Why do you love that so <laughs> I just much? think it's hilarious. I think it's entertaining. The guy on one breath is saying, all you guys do is pick out the negative. Okay, how about the positives? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Talk when the season's over. How do you not laugh at but that? You, yeah, but you it's said hilarious. You, love, you love him being salty. I, I do. I don't like him being I salty. I do. I think for it's no reason. I hey. think, you know what? I would not. I would hate it if the team stunk. But the fact that they're winning and they got a grumpy ass head coach, unfortunately or fortunately, it's part of the color of the hockey team right now. I would understand no it if they no sucked and he was grumpy. Well, a grumpy sob in his own right is with us right now from Climate right. Reg Arena. Dave Tomlinson is with us. <laughs> I was busy doing other things, and you guys get in touch. And That's you're right. Ruining my I'm sorry. Feng shui. I, I mean, apologize. Yeah, gosh. well, it's our fault. You know, uh, by the way, I uh, great to have. I you. want to talk about that in a second, but I found out something about you that I had no idea until yesterday. This guy apparently already knew. I, uh, I talked to him about it on the this air This little fun fact. What if I told you the name on the front is way more important than the name on the back? What am I talking about? You are talking about Herb Brooks. You're talking about the 1980 U.S. Olympic team. You're talking about the movie Miracle. Why am I talking about that? Well, because I was in it. <laughs> That's right. That's so it was, cool. Right. Yeah, it was in, uh, I think it was 2000. I was at the end of my hockey season when I was playing over in, in Europe and came back, and I've got some friends in the film world. Lots of films being filmed in Vancouver and British Columbia area. Right, yeah. And so they were looking for, they had their hockey doubles, but the I needed another guy, and so I jumped in. I was the skating double for McClanahan. So any time that they would do uh, some of the, uh, you know, the actual hockey action, the actors did a lot of it. That they were, they were, uh, they were hockey players who they taught how to act. So those actors did a fantastic job because they, you know, came from the hockey playing world. But when it came time to like doing the hits or hitting your mark with a stop and everything else, the high skill level with the hockey. They brought in us guys, uh, the doubles. Wow. wow. And then when we would play against them for scenes that would feature the actors playing hockey, we would then be the opposition. So gotcha. I'm gotcha. listed in the credits as playing for Finland, but I was with Sweden, and I was also on the Russian nice. team skating around. Multinational. So I that like I, I was in Miracle. Um, I was in this movie called um, Tooth Fairy with The Rock. <laughs> oh, I actually saw that. Yeah, your kids would like I, it. My kids have seen yeah. it, yes. And then also I was a hockey coordinator for the show called Dead in a Heartbeat. Or not Dead in a Heartbeat, sorry. Um, Status Update. Yeah. It was a yeah. Disney movie kid. And then I just finished, uh, before I got this job with the Seattle Kraken, as being the hockey coordinator and hockey choreographer for the Mighty Ducks TV series season Jeez. one. Wow. That was good. 
So you're a big yeah, deal. I, that's, I didn't know what a big deal you were. A lot of fun. Holy it's cow. Fun. You weren't Magic Mike, were you? That wasn't you, right? That was not me, okay. no. <laughs> All right, just making sure. All right. Well, tell me about this. I'm a little bit I'm a little worried right now. I'm a little about? concerned about this team because I wanted to believe that this team was going to be Pacific Division champions, uh-huh. fairly high seed, maybe win a, win a So you're with the winner two. win big. I know I'm with them all, you know, whether they win or lose. Okay. But I'm worried. I'm a little concerned based upon what I've seen in February. How cons- Why should I be that concerned? Um, mildly. Okay. Coming off the All-Star break, starting out on the road, playing some uh, highly structured defensive teams wasn't the best way for the Kraken to get their legs underneath them. Then they got back home and had a couple of wins. Uh, that game in San Jose was a dud. Yeah, I mean, it was, was just... It was the opposite of what they should have been able to do against a team that was out uh, without two of their leading scores. They they just they did you know what poop the bed. Yep. And so with Boston in town now, like clearly the best team in the NHL. Yep. By every number, I mean give all the numbers, whatever. They're the best team in the NHL. That's going to get the attention of this Kraken team. And if you go back to when the Seattle Kraken played in Boston, they were on that road-winning streak. You know, they beat Montreal. They got their way through that one. They beat Buffalo, got their way through that one. And then it's like Boston. Hasn't lost at home all season. The Kraken come in there with this little road-winning streak, and they it was a playoff atmosphere. Oh, it's great. And they played the best game of the season, the Kraken did. And Because Boston doesn't sneak up on you on the schedule. You know when they're coming. And so I think you're going to see the best from the Seattle Kraken. I, I don't want to oversell what they are because they're, they're kind of what their record indicates. They're, they're battling in the Pacific. Uh, they need to win this game this evening. They've got another tough game on Sunday against Toronto. Mm. And I think that this team, this Boston team, is going to pull the best out of the Seattle Kraken. Well, you would think that the Kraken would pull the best out of them because they just beat them in Boston, yeah. and they're pissed. Looking for some revenge maybe tonight, the Bruins are. But Dave Tomlinson's with us. Uh, you heard the Dave Haxtell clip. I did. That we played going in here. Uh, I think it's entertaining. It bothers him more than it bothers me. I wonder, though, if he's really truly having fun doing this. Is he putting too much pressure on himself? What, what, what do you make of kind of his approach to the media, Dave? I, I think that he, on a game day answering that question, wants to keep his cards close to the chest. Yep. And that's kind of this hockey mentality of we don't want to tout ourselves and give the other team kind of some bulletin board material or walk around like, oh, we're a second-year expansion team and now we're winning and look at us, we're so good. And, and kind of raise the ire of teams that think, well, wait a second, you know, it looks like your record's really good, but maybe you're, maybe we're uh, disrespected you a little bit. We're going to give everything we have. Like, he doesn't like to give too much up. And yeah. sadly, I think, you know, there's some thirst for a little bit more in this I'll town. Give you, I'll give you what the positives are. Sure. You know, the power play has been better this season than last year. They've yep. dipped a little bit. Their penalty killing has been bad. Now they're on a bit of a roll. So those are two positives. Matty Beneers is a positive, the way that he's been playing, although he hit a bit of a, a rut. So all the positives have a little caveat to them, mm-hmm. but they're still positives. Five on five is a positive. Five on five is a positive. The highest scoring road team in the NHL. That's a positive. So you know if he could, he, yeah. to why take can't that he just say on, that then? Well, cause <laughs> that's, yeah. you just said it's it. not that hard. You're, You're not, not even coaching the seconds. teams. Why can't he just say or just say ask Dave? <laughs> yeah, right. What the hell? <laughs> From the other Dave, uh, I think it's you know he doesn't want to start 
sounding like he's pumping his own tires and, 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 and pounding his chest and look at how good we are because there's this hockey mentality of we don't want to make it look like we're that much better than everybody else because they're going to come for their pound of flesh. So we're just going to go about our day. Yeah. And I think if you ask that question on a, a non-hockey day, a non-game day, you might get more uh, of an answer. That was from yesterday, by the way. Oh, it was? Yeah. I thought it was this morning. I know. That was yesterday. And that was a non-game day. Yeah, right. So, Boston, (laughs) so maybe Seattle's as good as their record. Maybe not. Boston is as good as their record. Absolutely, yes. Why are they as good as their record? They can turn any small mistake the other team makes into a scoring chance. They are so good defensively that they don't give up a lot. And then if you try a pass that you think might get there, it's gone the other way, and they've got a defenseman that joins the rush, and they just overwhelm teams offensively. Why the Kraken set up well against Boston is Seattle plays a, like a sprinter's game as well. Like They go the other way offensively when they get the puck and try to make things happen off the rush, and they swarm, and they've got four lines that keep going. Boston also has those four lines. The thing with the Bruins is their top-end talent, their first line, is one of the best in the league. Number 88, David Posternock. You'll have your eyes on him because he just you, you notice him when he's on the ice. Uh, he makes scoring chances. He's got a little slippery stick handle, shoots the puck a ton, and usually hits his little spot and scores. Uh, you've got Brad Marchand, who you guys would never want to meet somewhere behind this building, mm. but yet you'd want him on your team, one of those type of guys. And then Patrice Bergeron, the center on that top line, the best two-way forward in the league. If Matty Beniers, who that is kind of his idol, gets to that you know, kind of stature. Yeah. Oh, the Kraken are doing great. But that's, we're talking about one of the preeminent uh, two-way forwards in the entire NHL, and he's been doing it for years. And so their top line is almost untouchable, right? And then they filter down. They have other lines that play their role well. Seattle's going to have their hands full. Yeah. They've got to yeah. play, you know, as close to a perfect game, and Grubauer's got to be the Grubauer as of late, where he can make that big stop. So everyone just is like, okay, good. We didn't get down a goal. Here we go. Um but it's going to be an enjoyable game to watch. I was going to say, who's a net? You said it. Philip Grubauer back tonight, right? Yes. Net for the uh, for the Kraken and Dave Tomlinson with us. And speaking of that, the first player we ever talked to was Chris Drieger uh, from Gasworks Park uh, right. during the expansion draft, and he was put on waivers today. Does he clear waivers and come back and go to Coachella? What's his future look like, you think? Uh, I think that uh, given that he hasn't played a game coming off his injury, that other teams might not want to take a chance. So he, I think he'll clear waivers. I think he'll get to Coachella. Okay. Uh, he'll play some hockey there. That's what he needs. As a goaltender, he needs to prove it to himself that he's done all the rehab, which he does. We've seen him in practice. We've seen him uh, before and after practice doing the extra work. But right now the Kraken are battling for their playoff spot and, and continuing to stay over there in the standings. Yep. So you don't have that luxury, that opportunity to, to give a game to Drieger when you're trying to get Grubauer into his groove, which he's in. And then Martin Jones, you know, he... Won a lot of games, but now he's kind of the, the backup to Grubauer, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But there's no room for Drieger in that equation. Right, and right. the other thing, too, you know, money-wise, I'm not a capologist, but you know, sending him down takes a, a lot of money off the cap when you uh, take him off long-term injury. So uh, there's a couple of things behind that move. Well, speaking of injury, Burakovsky still out. Well, yeah. How long is he out for? And, wh- and what are they missing? Because he's clearly added something to this team. This year. Yeah, he's one of these players that will like to take on another player one-on-one. You know, there's a lot of that team aspect of, I'm going to give it to you, and you skate around that guy, give it back to me, and I'll skate around this guy. He t- says, no, I've got the puck, and I'm going to skate around the guy myself. And so he's unique in that way, and he doesn't have a replaceable player 
lower in the lineup that can go up and do the things that he does. He battles along the wall. Uh, he tries to do you know that little extra that uh, when it works, it looks beautiful. And he's a part of the power play that was successful uh, when it was clicking. So they miss, and, and his winning predigree, a couple of Stanley Cups, right? He, nothing really bothers him too much, goes out there and plays his game. So when you take a third or fourth line player and put him up in the top role, like Donato was there and Tana was there, they don't have the full package of Burkowski. They got some pieces, right. but not the full thing. And, and it's hard to replace a top line winger uh, with the Kraken are still too young in their kind of franchise growth to be able to go, oh, we've got that guy just right over here. Yeah. What are the stars of Miracle on Ice and the Tooth Fairy? Uh, Dave Tomlinson <laughs> coming down to say hello. Yes. Uh, they got the fourth easiest schedule the rest of the way, by the way. That's the true. The Kraken do. Yeah. Does that resonate much? Does that mean much to you? Uh, it does to me because I look at how they're playing, and usually to make the playoffs you need about 96 points around that area. So, I mean, if the Kraken perform below what they've done to date, they're still going to make the playoffs. Sure. If they you know, perform equal to what they are, and you mentioned there's some weaker teams. They still haven't played Arizona at all. Right. Um, you know, and they suck, by the way. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, so did San Jose. So, that's true. Yeah, that's right. true. Dangerous. <laughs> yeah, we uh, sucked too that day. Yeah. <laughs> we all did. Well, the radio was great. <laughs> <laughs> so I think what you'll see with the Kraken is, you know, they're going to continue with their winning ways and uh, a playoff spot. It's one of those things that might come down to the last two, three weeks. Standings are going to change every day. That's why the players don't look at them all the time. Right. But I've got faith in this team. Like Wiki does, he was on with us on Monday, and he mentioned he's watching the scoreboard every single freaking oh, night for the heart. With twenty-five to go, he's oh, watching man. the scoreboard. Man, unbelievable! Well, right. it's a big scoreboard night tonight because yeah. the other teams yeah. around the Kraken in the Pacific Division. You've got Vegas is playing, LA is playing, Edmonton's playing, Calgary's playing. You want them all to lose? Yep. Correct. And then the crack. Go the for win. it. Yeah. All right, man. Good stuff, movie star. We'll see you down the road. Yeah, if I need uh, like a, a radio personality for my next uh, you know, movie shoot, I'll get in touch. Done. Thanks, man. Because Dick would be the guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for sure. Don't bother me. All right, Dave. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, man. You Dave bet. Tomlinson with us on the show. We'll get a break. Uh, we got pregame at 6.30, face-off at 7 o'clock. We're live at Climate Pledge Arena getting ready for the Kraken Bruins coming up on 93.3 KJRFM. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.